Yeah, welcome to the very first podcast. And I was thinking that uh, I definitely don't have to do this like a stiff kind of show, you know. Um, Yeah, we are going to be relaxed. It's going to be fun. Um, Although I said in the beginning this is audiobooks, it is kind of an audiobook. But to prevent people from giving me flack for reading books, you know, with copyright and blah, 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 uh, you have the right to review a book. But to review the book, we have to read through the book. So I'm going to read the book and I'm going to leave some commentary and some ideas and some thoughts while I'm reading the book, uh, chapter by chapter. In that way, we can say that it is a review instead of a direct audiobook. So leave a a comment if you think that's a better idea or a good idea. Our first audiobook will be Ghosts of Sussex, written by Judy Middleton. So let us first start with what this book is about. Most people are intrigued by ghosts, even if they do not really want to believe in them. Judy Middleton's account of the supernatural in Sussex are likely to unsettle even hardened skeptics. Her stories range in time and place throughout the country. Why did the Cake Beer gas line get disconnected at the Stag Inn in Kemptown when the taps on a real ale were never touched? Does the ghost of King Harold still linger on at battle? How did the seed potatoes hidden by keen gardener Henry Duty? get planted several weeks after his death. These tales and many others, some taken from first-hand accounts, make chilling and compulsive reading. Judy Middleton was born and brought up in Sussex. She is the author of numerous books and articles on her native country, including The History of Hove. Okay, our very first story is going to be The Junk Shop Ghost. A junk shop occupied the ground floor of a house near the junction of Upper Rock Gardens and Edward Street, Brighton, in the 1950s, when Mr. R. McCall, a second-hand book dealer, called at the shop the proprietor was busy and suggested that he come back to look at the book after the shop was closed. McCall was quite happy to do this because he would be able to take his time in looking through them, so he took the keys and agreed to hand them over to the woman living upstairs when he had finished. It was about 8 o'clock in the evening when McCall made, the w- made his way down into the gloomy old kitchen where the books were stored. He took two candles with him because he had been warned that there was no lighting down there. The most striking feature of this room was a huge stone zinc of the size of a horse trough. The zinc was set into an alcove which had an arch decorated with a zigzag pattern of thin red bricks. Looking up, he saw that a cloud had formed in the archway. He walked towards it to reassure himself that nothing was there. It gave him a dreadful fright, not because the spectre was a naked woman, but because it resembled a repulsive corpse with swollen and distorted limbs. He managed to ask the apparition hoarsely what she wanted, but he did not expect a reply. It was merely an immediate reaction on his part. His next action was inspired by fright. He picked up the book and flung it through the ghost. It passed straight through her and hit the wall beyond. By this time, Mr. McCall had had enough, so he gathered up his belongings and went upstairs 
to hand over the keys. The woman who lived upstairs was greatly surprised that he had been allowed down there, alone in the dark. She said that she wouldn't go down there at any price. It transpired that she had once seen the ghost on the stairs and had passed straight through her body, leaving a chill to the bone, a subject to bouts of shivers for weeks afterwards. Furthermore, after she had run back to the flat and locked the door, she said the thing kept flopping against it for a whole hour afterwards. No wonder the poor woman did not want a repeat experience. By this time, McCullough lost his fright and he began to be interested in the ghost and to wonder what facts lay behind the, the haunting. He discovered that some 60 years before, and he was telling the story in the 1950s, a man had murdered his wife and dumped the body in the zinc where he proceeded to dismember her. His aim was to bury the bits under the stone floor of the kitchen and so leave no evidence of the crime. But the story goes that he was discovered before he had time to finish the deed. The End So thank you very much for listening to our very first podcast and our very first ghost story. If you liked it, then please come back for the next one. Cheers, guys.